Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. After months cooped up in our homes, Americans are looking for any excuse to get outside. And it's showing up in what we buy. Sales of outdoor furniture, hammocks, bicycles, and kayaks are all surging, if you can find them at all. We've come a long way from toilet paper, frozen pizzas, and puzzles. I'm Alex Ewell. Welcome to The Readback. This week, we're turning the tables a bit. My colleague, Jeffrey Kane, is here to interview me on my latest column for Barron's. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for coming on. Hey, Alex. Great to be here. We're talking after Memorial Day weekend, the traditional start to the summer. It wasn't very summery uh, where we are. It was sort of rainy and cloudy and cool many days. But I took advantage of the weekend to go out and buy an electric mower and cut my lawn. Oh, nice. Did you get out at all? you purchase anything? So we definitely went for some bike rides. I was planning on making this the big weekend where we opened our new pool. And I use pool sort of lightly, but we bought this vinyl pool. It's 10 feet in diameter, holds 1200 gallons. And I was really proud of myself for like identifying this purchase early on a few weeks ago, you know, figuring, oh, everyone's going to be rushing to get pools this summer because you can't go to your local pool. So we bought one and I was planning to open it this weekend, fill it with all the water, but it ended up being too cold. So that'll have to wait. But I am excited because I know I have one and it's sitting there waiting to be used, which means maybe we'll still have some, quote, swimming this summer. And it's interesting, in a column you wrote this past weekend in Barrett's, you talked about how these Americans are now, after months of being cooped up in their homes, are starting to get out. And that's sort of reflected in a shift in the things they're interested in buying. So if we were doing this podcast two months ago, we would have been talking about the stay-at-home services and products and things like Zoom, Peloton, exercise, bike. But so what's happening now that's very different from that stay-at-home trend? Yeah. So like, you're totally right. I mean, my pool was kind of like, everyone is doing it. Maybe they're not buying pools, but they're buying bicycles, they're buying kayaks, they're buying hammocks, outdoor furniture. So I kind of think of this latest consumer spending habit as I called it pandemic investing 2.0, right? So we had the stay at home trends, stocks like Zoom, Slack, Peloton soared because everyone was doing things at home made total sense. Now that we're venturing outside, people have started to think forward a little bit more, realizing that you know there were all these out of stock things and they, they don't want them to be out of stock because they want to be able to take advantage of, of the great outdoors, which is the one thing we know will be open for business this summer. Among leisure travelers surveyed last month by Campgrounds of America, nearly half chose camping as the safest form of all travel. We're all trying to practice social distancing, but that doesn't mean you can't have a little fun. The perfect place to do that while keeping your distance is outdoors. Things have been a little bit chaotic, but you know, everyone working together in hopes that we can all create a new kind of summer. So I actually reached out to the CEO of L.L. Bean to kind of talk about some of the trends they were seeing, and the numbers were just you know, staggering. So early in the quarantine, their top seller, one of their top sellers was slippers, right? People were kind of nesting at home. They were up 92% slippers were in March. And now, what, then what they saw, and he gave me this really great quote, basically, he said, people started to push their homes through their backyards, into their backyards, and they started buying outdoor furniture and hammocks and anything you could use to spend time outside. Their hammock sales were up 150% in April. 
Okay. And now we have the third stage, which is people are starting to explore. Like you said, Memorial Day is always the, the kind of unofficial opening of summer. And, and even this year, this crazy year, I, I don't think that's changed. And so what we're seeing in Ella Bean's numbers reflected too, bicycle sales for them were up 400% in May. Kayaks that they sell were up nearly 100%. So that's what people are buying now. And my pool, I was only one of many that were, were thinking about similar things like that. So L.L. Bean, of course, is the venerable main-based retailer for all things outdoors, but there are also a number of publicly traded retailers that are benefiting from people starting to look ahead to doing summer vacations, summer fun. So what, what other companies have benefited from Americans looking to go outdoors? I found one that really just represents this trend, right? And that's Winnebago, the RV maker. So its stock is up 60% in the last month. And again, it makes total sense. People that otherwise were going to be getting on airplanes this summer, flying across the country and across the world are now turning to the roads and they can get most places or a lot of places safely in their RVs. So that stock is back, not quite, but back near all-time highs. And that's pretty remarkable because Winnebago's are not exactly a small investment. Right. What's interesting is that the last time we had an economic crisis like we do now, back the financial crisis, was a very different story for Winnebago. Yeah, I think that's such an important point here. And kind of looking through the numbers, maybe one of the most important takeaways from what we're seeing, right? So Winnebago in 2008-2009 nearly went out of business. The stock fell to $3 because, of course, you know it was all about the financial crisis. So people just couldn't afford these things. It was tough to get loans to buy these big RVs. And so you know interest in RVs plummeted. It eventually returned. But now the fact that RVs are still doing well speaks to the difference this time versus last time. And there are definitely many, you know, there's been tragic job losses. People are definitely hurting. But people who do still have jobs and do still have an income are trying to spend and they want to spend. And that's showing up in very targeted ways. And so you're seeing it for Winnebago specifically. Right. And what are some others where you see examples of this kind of targeted spending you talked about? Yeah, so we talked about L.L. Bean. A lot of these things have already been played out in the stocks. Pool Corp, which makes pool supplies, that's a publicly traded company. Its stock has soared. There are a couple areas. We talked to a portfolio manager, actually, to figure out if there is still a way for investors to kind of play this trend. And he gave us three ideas. So I'll just kind of mention a few of those. One of them is Yeti Holdings, which is the company that went public a couple of years ago. They make those really expensive coolers and steel mugs. It's a very popular brand. They make really expensive stuff. So, you know, there's some pushback there in terms of whether people will want to spend. But it really fits at the center of all of these outdoor trends, camping, hiking, fishing, hunting, people who do those things take their Yeti coolers with them. So that's a stock that's still well below its highs and could benefit. He also mentioned to us two others, Trex, which is a company some people might know, but they've become a a leader in making these synthetic decking materials. So people are less likely to be building decks out of wood these days. And uh, that's sort of a long-term trend because wood needs to be maintained every year. Trex decks do not. So that's already, you know, that stock's already been doing well, but now people 
have their backyards and they want to focus on them. Again, it comes back to this idea that people can't spend in certain places like travel and, and restaurants in, in many cases. So they are really targeting their spending around their homes. And that also fits another company that we wrote about called Site One. And they basically are landscape distributors. So they are selling gravel, sod, plants, trees to landscapers, both in kind of commercial areas and around homes. And again, a lot of construction is still not happening inside homes. But as states are reopening, the, the outside construction is happening again. As you mentioned, I think before, a number of the stocks of these companies have, have done very well recently. Has it been too much of a run-up? Is there still opportunities for investors in these kinds of companies? Yeah, so I think probably Yeti and, you know, you look at kind of the charts. I've been seeing a lot of charts of stocks where you see whether they've made that full V recovery at this point, And certainly a lot of tech stocks are back at their all-time highs. So that tells you just on a very maybe superficial level, okay, this is no longer discounted for the pandemic. So I think it's been interesting to find the stocks where you don't see that full V rebound. And Yeti is one of those where it's sort of, it's, it's sold off in February and March, and it hasn't quite made it back. So to me, at least, this is not a deep fundamental analysis around Yeti, but it tells you there's still some opportunity there because the stock hasn't fully returned to its previous highs. And I would imagine there's lessons for other retailers beyond these specialty outdoors retailers. You know, what can you say about the experience of shopping or how these companies found a customer base that, that applies to other retailers? Yeah, I think it's really interesting. So there are a couple of things. I mean, first of all, LL Bean, we talked about they're private. We don't know that much about their actual numbers, but they, you know, they're fortunate in the same way that Zoom and Peloton were fortunate. They were in the right place for this pandemic. LL Bean is now certainly in the right place as people flock to the outdoors. That's what they've always sold. People know the brand. They very quickly think of them. They're also started in the in the catalog business and have moved to e-commerce. So I think the first lesson is just the availability of these products, right? Anyone who's all retail and all bricks and mortar is still going to struggle, even as the economy reopens, because you're letting less people into the stores. You may be only doing curbside checkout. There's only so much inventory you can move that way. So L. Bean told me only 25% of their sales come from retailers. So they've been very fortunate. And I think all the retailers that have built out these so-called multi-channel distribution systems are going to do better and are better positioned. Interestingly, L.L. Bean also told me that they are ahead of budget on their catalog sales. So you can imagine these old print catalogs are even doing well in the pandemic. Any other interesting things you learned from your conversation? Yeah, so L.L. Bean also told me this fascinating thing. It was a little bit outside the scope of the great outdoors. But one thing they're seeing is that among the customers that are making it to their stores the quote conversion rate, which is a metric they use to talk about the rate at which people that enter the stores actually end up buying has doubled from their long-term average. And, and again, makes a lot of sense. People aren't really coming to stores anymore, or at least right now, to browse. So if you're, if you're going to a store or if you're doing kind of the curbside thing, you're much more likely to be making a purchase. And, and that's showing up in the numbers that L.L. Bean talked to me about. So again, that's going to be really important, I think, for retail to figure out because retail is very much about formulas and, and metrics and they, they know how to price things and what kind of inventory to hold based on all the historical trends they've always seen around how many people enter their stores and how much they buy at each transaction and how likely they are to buy it all. So I think this is another thing where the pandemic could really shake things up and it's going to require some quick thinking on the part of retail. So retailers 
that are becoming more efficient was the story of recent earnings reports. What are some of the high points you saw in there? Yeah, I mean, I, I was bracing for this retail earnings season to just be really a bloodbath. And, and certainly some of the numbers weren't very good and some retailers are not doing well. But I, for me, the, the big takeaway from, from this earnings season was just kind of e-commerce and, and how amazingly well it's doing, even for a lot of more traditional retailers. Right, like Walmart, it was a high point for them. Walmart, it was, a, I mean, it was amazing, right? So their e-commerce sales, which have been growing, were up 74% in the last quarter. Target, even better, it was up 141% for e-commerce. And then, you know, those, those kind of make sense, right? I mean, they're selling, they're selling food and, and essentials. From earnings season, we saw similar, even better online growth for places like Lowe's and Home Depot. So these are big products that those two, those two home improvement stores sell. And, and their e-commerce sales were each up about 80%. So I think it really... We've talked about in the past how this pandemic and how the crisis is really accelerating trends. And I think it just has shown us how important e-commerce is. I don't think that's ever going to reverse. And so to me, there was this big takeaway that e-commerce is, is what's going to really help save the economy or at the very least bridge us into a period of, of more normalcy. But clearly there's still some positives that people are out there, they're spending. So it's not maybe as bleak as it might have looked a month or two ago. Yeah. And I think, again, this is where the sort of outdoor stocks uh, tell an important broader story, which is that people are willing or people want to spend and people who have the means are, are doing it right now. It's this, this shutdown, this crisis is as much about not finding or not being able to spend in places versus not having the money to spend. And, and so you see that with bicycles and hammocks and outdoor furniture. Those are pretty expensive purchases. So it, it does tell us, I think, that people want to spend and can spend and that maybe this really is a, a temporary blip. So yeah, I think the, the broader takeaway is that as there are more and more opportunities to spend, it could go from bicycles and kayaks, maybe next is cars. And that's obviously been an area that's been really hurting. So might that come back? I mean, I think I, I would take this, this outdoors trend as, as an idea that, that it could. It's an area where the people doing the selling are really going to have to think through how to do selling safely. And if they can, I think there's reason to think that consumer spending can improve and the economy, which is so relying on consumer spending can start to look better. Yeah, well, let's hope so. It's still early days, though, in this, in this crisis. And so the most important question of all, Alex, is when do you think you're going to put that pool together? <laughs> Good question, Jeff. I am going to uh, invite you over uh, you the first weekend. But, uh, <laughs> you're not allowed to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not allowed to. I'm hoping for next weekend, the first sunny weather. Uh, I know my kids would like to jump in. I bet, um, yes. I've never owned a pool before, so I also have to buy the chlorine. I mean, I, I'm a little, uh, little nervous about this pool opening, but we're, we're going to make a go of it. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Jeff. To read my column on the great outdoors and everything about our grand reopening, check out barons.com. I'm Alex Yule. Thanks to Jeffrey Kane and to our producers, Meta Lutzhoff and Katie Ferguson. The Readback will return next week. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.